The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the crowd, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. But as I have told you, you can see me and still you do not believe. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I shall never turn away, because I have come from heaven not to do my own will, but to do the will of the one who sent me. Now the will of him who sent me is that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, and that I should raise it up on the last day. Yes, it is my Father's will that whoever sees the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I shall raise them up on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord. So yesterday we had the feast day of um, St. Peter Chanel, and so we had the readings for the feast day, but we returned to the the readings from the, the Easter season this morning. So I just want to recap a couple of things that happened um, yesterday from the readings we missed out on. Um, first of all, we heard the, um, the, the martyrdom of Stephen. And as he was before the elders and the scribes, he talked, said to them, you stubborn people with your pagan hearts and pagan ears, you're always resisting the Holy Spirit just as your ancestors used to. And, um, and then he had the vision of heaven being opened up to him and he saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at God's right hand. I can see heaven thrown open, he said, and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. And for this they took him out of the city and stoned him to death. And Saul, who in today's first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, um, um, Saul approved of the killing of Stephen and then Saul set out to destroy the whole church. Of course, we know the story further down the track that Saul himself has this massive conversion experience and becomes the great apostle to the Gentiles. The same way in the Gospel reading, um, Jesus has um, Remember, he'd fed the 5,000, he'd walked on the water, and now the people are, and then he said to the people, you're not looking at the signs. And then he starts to tell them of the sign that he is. You know, Moses fed the people in the desert, and they're dead. 
but I am the bread of life. And it's repeated again in the gospel today. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never thirst. And I think both readings are our, our journey into, into communion, into mystical communion with Christ. And I say mystical communion because St. Catherine of Siena was a great mystic. From a very young age, she had visions of God appearing to her. And, um, and so she eventually started to develop um, her own spirituality and theology. And she talked about a spiritual marriage with the Lord. And that's what ultimately heaven is all going to be all about. When we're united eternally to the love of Jesus in heaven. United eternally to him. And so this whole, this whole journey of life is like our courting period, if you like. We're dating Jesus. And, you know, and we're called to, to let everything else go and, and to be consumed by his love. It's this great love affair that God has with you and I. And for Catherine, um, you know, she, um, she was a laywoman. But she joined the third order of the Dominicans. Um, but she remained as a laywoman. She wore a habit, but she remained as a laywoman, lived at home. But gradually the Lord, um, as she entered more and more into this mystical communion with the Lord, the Lord sent her out into the world. And she had a great love for the poor and, and for the sick. And, um, and the church at the time was going through a difficult times. So the Pope had moved to France. And it was Catherine who was really instrumental in getting the Pope to return back to, to Rome. So she was an incredible woman. She was an incredible woman of faith. And that's what we're called to be, incredible people of faith. The Lord is always the one who is opening us up, though, opening our hearts up. Because if we want to be in mystical communion with him, we can't be if we're not also in communion with our brothers and sisters, even those who don't follow the Lord. One of the things I've um, enjoyed um, in these days of lockdown is being able to walk, and I've even been out walking at night. The other night it was just the stars were just so brilliantly bright because the moon wasn't up. And um, But I just contemplated on the universe, how, how we know science tells us the universe keeps expanding. And so in the reading from Acts of the Apostles today, we he start to hear about the expanding of the, the good news of Jesus Christ. It was initially just preached to the Jews. You know, Jesus himself was a Jew. But in the, the, the first reading this morning, we hear about Philip going to the Samaritans. Now the Samaritans and the Jews were on the same family tree, but the, 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 the Jews had Jerusalem as their holy city. Um, Mount <coughs> Gerasim was the, 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 the mountain for the, or the place, the holy place for the Samaritans. They sort of like hated each other a bit. Um, They're always fighting, um, but even though they were the same family tree, and yet here's Philip going to them, and they're embracing the good news. And Saul, who we hear about out to destroy the church, he's the one who's going to go to the Greeks. 
the Gentiles, the pagan world. Remember the Jews and the and the yesterday's reading, which I just recounted. The Jews, the elders and scribes, were stubborn. They refused to listen and open their hearts. But we're always called to open our hearts to to Jesus, who said in the gospel today, "I am the bread of life." You know. It really strikes me, and I've been thinking and praying a lot about this, because we've had some, as bishops, we've had some letters, really strong letters, um, with people really angry about our churches being closed and people not being able to receive Holy Communion or reconciliation or the sacrament of the sick. And it's been really, really agonizing for us too. But this time, however, has been a real time of grace where people have had to learn to pray in new ways, to find Jesus the bread of life. He's talking about himself here, not so much the Eucharist, which he talks about later. It's not as if the two are mutually exclusive, but always we've got to focus and um, on, on Jesus himself. It's just not the miracle of the Eucharist that's essential. It's that relationship and that contemplation of him and himself that is essential for us growing in the spiritual life. And that's been the invitation that each one of us has been asked to embark on on these days of lockdown. It's been really heartening for me to get so many people sending me emails or messages um, just saying about what this time is actually doing for their faith life. And it's the Lord himself who's working. It's not me, I'm just his instrument. It's the Lord himself who's working. And listen to what he says. Because I have come from heaven not to do my own will, but to do the will of the one who sent me. So what is the Father's will for Jesus? It's this, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, and I shall raise it up on the last day. You know, he's wanting to raise us up each day of our lives. To do that, yes, we come to Mass, we celebrate the sacraments, we say our prayer. But really importantly is our contemplation and meditation on Jesus, the one who steps into our life every moment of our days. Catherine of Siena did that so beautifully. And so, too, we are invited to do it so beautifully in our lives, to really plumb the depths of the mystery of Jesus and his presence with us. I found a little prayer um, for the intercession of Catherine of Siena in this regard, and so I finished this morning by praying that prayer. O Saint Catherine of Siena, God enkindled, God our Father enkindled the flame of holy love in your heart as you meditated on the passion of Jesus his Son. Moved by his grace, you devoted your life to the poor and the sick, as well as to the peace and unity of the church. Through your intercession, May we also come to know the love of Jesus, bring his compassion to all, and work for the unity of his church. 
We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.